You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rob. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah! everybody this is your boy b rob and i am back with another edition of the random rounds with rob podcast first and foremost i'd like to thank you the listener for coming back yet once again each and every week or however you listen to podcasts you might stop them like i do or sometimes i get a a good cachet of podcasts and i listen to them from the shortest length to the longest length or if i'm feeling froggy i listen to them from the longest length to the shortest length or Maybe I'll even get random and I just start picking them. I just close my eyes and press one and whatever play, that's what I listen to. But yeah, but if you're a first time listener, I'd like to thank you for um, checking out the show. And um, I hope you enjoyed and stick around and maybe I'll be introducing you as, um, you know, a returning guest or listener. I don't know why you would be a guest because you're not on the show. We're not talking back and forth to each other. Or whatever, but <laughs> see. But speaking of guests, oh man, I do have one. Uh, <laughs> I can't call him the former director of operations because he's the director of all operations. So I, that's right. So what I guess you would be the what DAO? <laughs> DAO. That's right. I've been upgraded from the do to uh, the DAO. <laughs> but, oh man, you know what? I I, I never call you by your last name or even said your last name before so i don't want to mispronounce it and everything but Derek, go ahead and introduce yourself proper like are you sure i'll do that but but first off hold on Uh you hear that buzzing sound oh there's a buzzing sound in the air do you hear it that it must be that i'm back at the hive with my buddy b (laughs) rob (laughs) <laughs> i knew you was gonna go there <laughs> dude i had to come on that was one of our best moments together the last time we were together man <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> oh my it gosh was. well anyways to all the new listeners uh my name is Derek stoughton um just think the best way to think about it is think stout like fat or stout like the beer with mm-hmm. an un at the end <clears throat> so stoughton easiest way to say that um thanks so much for having me on your show man uh really really glad to be here so, uh, for those of you that are new, or for those of you that haven't had a chance to meet me before, uh, so the way that Rob and I met each other was uh, Rob used to be on a wrestling podcast with our mutual friend, Matt McCool, and I was a guest on the show, uh, a recurring character, the director of operations, and uh, you know that's how Rob and I met, and we would have some great interactions back and forth. I think, well, I think the last time we were together, I put you on the list of Derrico, did I not? Yes, I, I, I am a, a frequenter of the list of Derrico. <laughs> the list of Derrico. <laughs> That's right. Like I said something about, I got to go back and find that old podcast. I think I said something like your honey sucks or something like that, like <laughs> me. 
And, and let me tell you what spawned from that, though, because like um, I'm a recurring character on uh, WNW is a wrestling um podcast series, uh, a wrestling series on YouTube mm-hmm. to where, you know, we use WWE 2K18 to simulate matches is like, you know, our own Raw or SmackDown or whatever. Right. So my creator character has a B on one knee pad <laughs> and Rob on the other knee pad. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Oh, that's great. But I, Rob, dude, I missed you, man. It's it really has been a long time uh, since we were since we were together. So this is cool. It's yeah, cool. And I'm really glad to see that you're doing well and rocking your new house. Yes. The last time I seen you, you um, just started the beard of Derrico. <laughs> I just started the beard of Derrico. That's right. Uh, and it's and it's it hasn't flourished into the Braun Strowman beard. No, you know, I don't. I don't think I'm ever gonna get that far with the beard of Derrico, but um, I mean, I'm keeping it, uh, keeping it nice and uh, nice and trim. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nice and I'm looking nice and suave, nice and fly. You know what I'm saying? I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> but Thank you, man. As you um, mentioned just a couple of seconds ago, we met through a mutual friend on a podcast and, you know, I, I'm used to all your witty anecdotes and your your hearty isms and everything like that. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. But wonderful. I know of you, but I don't know you. Are you sure. uh, a, a fellow Louisianian? Or I am. I am a fellow Louisianian. I think we talked about that briefly. So I live in uh, Louisiana. I live about an hour north of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually teach at a university here. Uh, in I teach music here at a university here in uh, Louisiana. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I've been here for about a year and a half now. I moved back in July of 2016. And it's been great. Uh, I've met just all kinds of really terrific and wonderful people here. Everybody here has been so kind and welcoming. And Well, you know this. You grew up here. I mean, this is – this is – there's no other place in the world like Louisiana. It doesn't matter which part. I mean, it's just – just crazy. You try to explain this part of the country to other people and it's just like – especially Mardi Gras season. Oh, yeah. we just finished Mardi Gras season here and you just try to explain to other people you can't, you know, it was you just got- like, um, I was explaining to my wife, well, she had me and the kids. Cause, um, even though they weren't raised in Louisiana, I mean, that's where my parents are from. That's where, you know, a lot of the family is from. So they've been there enough. So all of us are sitting there trying to explain to my wife, who's from Virginia, <laughs> uh, right. what King cake is. <laughs> oh, Man, and she, my I, my wife was like, "What's king cake?" I was like, "It's delicious. That's what it is. That's all you need to know." <laughs> and sometimes and they got a baby on the inside. <laughs> it's not a cinnamon roll. No. And people try to tell me they try to say, "Oh, it's just like a cinnamon roll." I'm like, "No, no, no. You must not have had a good king cake then, because it's it it's got that hint of cinnamon rolly goodness to it." But mm. now nah, you can't. Turn, you, you, I mean, I miss king cake already. Man, that's oh man. <laughs> wow. Thanks, man. Now I want now I want some king cake. Jeez. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Exactly. I wish I had my soundboard hooked up. <laughs> is, 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 is the soundboard not made the move yet? Or no, I mean I, it. It kind of fizzled out with the pipe bomb. But the last the episode before um, Matt was on, and I busted out just for him. <laughs> oh, man, that was one of my favorite parts when we were all together. Was the soundboard all that all that stuff. Uh, it was just it was good times. Uh, so I guess you still keep in touch with Matt. Yeah, like I said, I just talked to him um, the other day when we recorded the episode, and you know I send him texts every now and then just see how he's doing. Sure. Same thing with uh, Josh. 
Yeah. Josh is actually going to be down, uh, is going to be staying with me uh, for WrestleMania weekend. So he'll be back in town. I'm assuming you'll be back here for Mania. Oh, yes. Um, if I'm not there for the whole weekend, I at least will be there early Sunday for the show. For the show. Man. Man, we should, try, we should all try to get together, get a little reunion going. Yeah, that's what I told Josh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Do a, uh, either record one of your shows, record one of Josh's shows, or record one of Matt's shows. Or I don't have a show. Man, I, I mean... I, well, I do sort of, but not really. Uh, have I told you about the Universal Chatter and what we do on Facebook? Um, you've told me before, but um, why don't you tell everyone else who may not know? <laughs> I would love to do that. So, occasionally, so another thing that uh, the the listeners can learn about me is I actually write for uh, Wrestling Rumors, which is a, as you might guess, a website, uh, another one of the wrestling quote unquote dirt sheet websites. That uh, that's out there, and uh, one of the things that we do is occasionally on Facebook Live, uh, I will watch the show that's going along with every uh, that's going along. So I'll be watching the show along with everybody. Actually, the best way to say that, yeah. and uh, we call it Universal Chatter. And people can just—it's just a way for people to get together. And if you don't have anybody to watch wrestling with, we can watch wrestling together. And it's just, you know, it's just a fun little way to get together, get a little community. People ask questions during the commercial breaks. And sometimes Josh will be on the show and we've had Matt on before. And we have a lot of fun with Universal Chatter. We've run into some kinks recently because uh, both WWE and Facebook have kind of upped their illegal streaming type detectors, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word. But uh, now if there's what we used to do is have audio in the background. Yeah. Uh, so that people can hear what was going on. But now, even if the slightest hint of audio is on, there's, a, I guess, a new filter or whatever, and the, the feed is immediately stopped, and you know we get a strike against our Facebook account. And Facebook is how we get most of the traffic uh, driven to our site. So, but, so what we do is sometimes I'll put my headphones in, and for bigger shows like a pay-per-view or a big Raw or something like that, we'll watch along. But uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we've built quite a little uh, universal chatter group, and it's really great. It's a lot of fun. Now, um, same thing that I asked to Matt or any other of uh, fellow podcasters or anybody that produces um, content. What got you here? Like what what how did you stumble upon podcasts and podcasting? Sure. Oh, man, I've, I've actually never been asked that before. Wow. So uh, you're welcome once again. Thank you, uh, <laughs> man. So it's about uh, two, two and a half years ago, I think it was. During this, I think it was the summer of 2015, uh, Wrestling Rumors was just putting out some, hey, we need a couple other writers. If anyone's interested, you know, send us a note. So I got in touch with their person. Doug McDonald was there at the time and just got with him and said, hey, you know, I'm interested in writing for the site, blah, 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 blah. And we started talking and I wrote some sample stuff. And he said, yeah, we'd love to have you write for the site. That'd be great. It's like, terrific. Then over the course of the next year or so, some personnel changed with the site and Pretty soon I became the lead writer within, you know, about a year of starting. And then uh, the concept of a show that they used to do called Wrestling Warm Up happened. And what we would do, what we would do with that is that based on myself and uh, Matt and our friend Liz and Josh, we'd all get together. Adam Daly uh, would all get together and just basically preview Raw, preview SmackDown, preview the pay-per-views, all that kind of stuff. And that was a lot of fun. So I hosted that for a while, and then through that, I met Rob and jo- uh, sorry, I met Matt and Josh, and then Matt said, "Hey, I'm doing a podcast. You should you should be a part of it." And I said, "Great," 
And then that's, of course, uh, the pipe bomb got picked up by the NAI network. And then you got involved with that, Rob. And then the, four, you know, the three of you guys got together and, you know, I occasionally be a guest as the director of operations and my character just kind of evolved from that and uh, on just kind of a whim. And that was a lot of fun. So it's, it's been, it's been a really great journey. Um, I, I don't get to podcast as much as I want to nowadays because, uh, my job has just over the last year, um, a bunch of new responsibilities have been dumped on me at work, which is great. I mean, it's been terrific and it's something that I'm grateful for the opportunity to get to do, but so I don't get to do as much as I want to, but um, anytime I get to, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. For sure. Now, um, writing, what's your background in that? It's just like, are you just a random guy that likes wrestling? So can I type it down or is there some, what, what, what's the deal? <laughs> well, I mean, that's part of it, but I, you know, I, I have a master's degree in music and part of that is you have to write a lot. You have to, and they teach you how to, be a good verbal communicator. And, be, I, and before I got into teaching at the collegiate level, I taught at the high school level in Texas. And my my head director, uh, I, was, I used to be band director um, in Texas, and my head director was very insistent upon, okay, when you communicate with parents, it needs to be done in a certain way. And I want I want your your communication done very professionally. I want it done this way, blah blah blah. So we just sound like we know what the hell we're doing and what the hell we're talking about, you know. <laughs> So, and that of course translated to graduate school and they taught us how to develop that even further. And now I just take that along with my passion for wrestling and, uh, put it all together in a journalistic format. And it's, it's great. I love it. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're already leaps and bounds ahead of my, 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 my brain space is just like, <laughs> I tried college mm -hmm. and then like, I guess, uh, I guess I'm a follower. Because the only reason that I even tried college was because my wife was doing college. <laughs> sure, sure. And I was just like, well, if she can do it, maybe I can do it. Because, right. I mean, truth be told, I said it many times, I joined the Marine Corps because I didn't want to go to school no more. <laughs> you know? So I was like, right. I'll join the military. And then mm -hmm. as I tell my kids all the time, I was like, I joined the military to get away from school. And I did more schooling in the military than I would have did if I just went straight to college. <laughs> You know, and, and the more and more I found just as I, as I talk to people and, and you know this, the way that the world is evolving now is, you know, it's good to get a college. College is a good thing, but it's not the only way to the top if you think about it. And this, you know, this is coming from a college professor, but, uh, you know, it's I, I found more and more that, that some people just don't do well with school. You know what I mean? That's school is not their thing. And they and they find other ways to to make it in society and to make it to the top. And that's that's fine. I mean, that's it's it's a great thing. And about I guess the world we live in is that there isn't just one way to the top. Yeah. yeah I mean it just depends on how bad you want it I guess. Right. Yeah. Right. You know I've my, my, my dad uh, didn't finish school and he you know he didn't even graduate from high school but he's owner of a successful business in Austin and you know it's, it's doing very well and uh, my stepbrother same thing you know he graduated from high school but you know college was not for him so he's you know he's just in the workforce and he's 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 built a great life for himself and he really likes it so it's and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all not a thing absolutely and by the way rob thank you for all that you do for this great country or as your service i think that's just terrific i i wouldn't last 30 minutes in one of the armed services it just would not go well for me at all i'm just not you know 
Hey. It just wouldn't go well. <laughs> hey, man, I hear a lot of people say that, but you'd be surprised what you can do when um, you ain't got no choice. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I believe that, though. I, I, I absolutely believe every word of that. But, like, I mean, even you saying that, man, it's just like being in the military for, like, 16 years, you look at many different people, different races and everything. It's just like you look at these people and, like, how the fuck – did you get here? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not all bad, but some of it is bad. It's just like when you think of, uh, you know, a service member, I, I'm not going to just, you know, narrow it down to Marines because that's what I, you know, I was active duty in that. But uh-huh. like just anybody, whenever you think of a service member, you think of the epitome of physical fitness, you know, you know, intelligence to some degree. Right. Something like that, but you get a box of rocks sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because I always thought that it, you're right, Rob. That's my that's my when I think of the armed forces and the all five different branches. I mean, I think of like the elite of the elite, tough guys. You know, strong, ripped, can whoop anybody's ass at a moment's notice if necessary, but are also the most kind, respectful, polite people most of the time as well. I mean. That's just kind of my image. Maybe that's just because what's been portrayed on television. I don't know. Psych. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, just just imagine a, a, any nine to five and it's that. We just wear fatigues and we get guns and stuff. Fair <laughs> enough. Like, I mean, you, you've probably deal, dealt with it within your lifetime or anybody that's in, you know, in a, in a workforce situation. You have people that been bullied all their goddamn life and then they get in the position of power and they want to treat everybody else like shit. Oh, yeah. Or you get some book smart motherfucker straight out of college now put in charge to run the show and he don't know his asshole from a hole in the ground. Hey, oh my God. I can't tell you how many times, uh, you know, when I meet with, when I work with student teachers and then I see them six months later and I say, how's it going? They're like, I learned more in my first six months of teaching than I did my first five years in college. And I said, yep, that's right. Exactly. I mean, and that's absolutely, that's the whole experience with, um, whenever you start working and everything, I mean, you'll get your training and you know, that's just the the foundation, but where you start building your houses when you actually get out there in the field and get to working and everything. Right. Cause like, um, I was horrified of teaching mm-hmm. because that's what I wind up retiring out. Um, at, I went I'm transportation by trade in the military but um, at the end when I was getting ready to retire I went back to the transportation house the schoolhouse so I was teaching future operators how to um, do the job and I was terrified I mean I have no problem talking to anybody like hell we're doing a podcast right now <laughs> right but to be on a platform and to stand in front of strangers and teach a curriculum, it scared the shit out of me. But um, whenever I went to do the training, you know, they teach you how to teach pretty much. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. You know, I got a little more confident after that because, you know, they teach you by the book how to do the things and how to set up the classroom, the materials, how to introduce materials, PowerPoint, all that shit. They teach you all that. <laughs> right. And um. But when it's go time, it's like a whole nother different story. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it, at least initially, it's just like once you're being evaluated, it's like 
everything that you were taught, you that's how you do it. And you know, all right, and you if you, they teach you to bend your arm at a forty five degree angle and point at the screen like this, that's how you do it when you do your teach backs. But um, I found once I got actually out there in front of the students in the freaking teaching environment, oh, I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. It was simple as shit because yep. I didn't have any restraints. I could do it kind of my way, you know, and that's what I did. I just everybody you you can tell when it was <laughs> all right. You get a instructor A will come up there by the book. You know, he'll deviate from the lesson plan a little bit. Instructor B will come up there, you know, by the book completely. Instructor C will come up there be like, you know, not it's sequentially in order you'll kind of jump around but still pretty much how the curriculum is supposed to be i get up there i just throw the fucking book in the back of the room and i just start talking shit asking people about where they're from and telling stories and shit you know well it's the old adage and i'm sure you've heard this before is that you know teachers don't care what you know until they know that you care and look kids just kids these days or anybody these days that are that are that are taking courses they're they're smarter than we give them credit for a lot of them do and they can see right through bullshit Mm -hmm. they can see it it takes them two minutes and they've already assessed whether you are worth their time or not now when they're in public school they don't have a choice yeah but you know but you know like you're you know when they're going to see training for a minute from you know when you're working with adults and that sort of thing it's just like they can see right through you within the first two minutes Mm -hmm. and they just want you to be real. Yes, they expect you to be, you know, smart and you to give them information, but they, they, they expect you to be human, I think, anyway. Yeah. What I enjoyed most about it um, is just damn, we got them fresh. So they were straight out of boot camp. Well, majority of them was straight out of high school, mm-hmm. straight out of high school, straight in the boot camp, you know, and they're here to learn the job that they're going to be doing for the rest of their military career. And, you know, and um, truth be told, when I came up through the military, I didn't have a lot of guidance. I mean, I had, you know, good instructors. They taught me things, but I didn't have a lot of guidance. I didn't have somebody to pull me to the side and be like, hey, you know, you're just starting out. These are some things that you need to look into, you know, to help better you and your career. And that's what I enjoyed doing. So when we ever we wasn't in the classroom. I would have them all in the circle or we would be all about a smoke pit or something. Me not smoking, of course, because I don't. Do that. <laughs> and right. I would just tell them things that they need to look forward to. And like those of you who want to go to Japan, because, I mean, the Marine Corps, <laughs> we ain't got all these lavish bases like all the other branches of service. Because I hear like people in the army, they go to Germany and Korea and all these other cool places. We only go to Jacksonville, North Carolina, Camp Lejeune, <laughs> or we go to Camp Pendleton, California, which is in California, so you it can't all be bad. But you if go. you get to go to Satan's Anus, better known as Twenty Nine Palms, California, oh. you just in the middle of the devil's anus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so eloquently put, yeah. yeah. So it's either East Coast, West right. Coast, or you go to Okinawa, Japan. <laughs> that's the only three places we really got. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's I was crazy. fortunate enough to, you know, skirt around to go to like places like South Carolina. <laughs> you know, Opposite South Carolina's not that bad though. I've I've been to South Carolina. It's it's Columbia is a really nice city. Yeah. I really like that place. Yeah. Um I'm 
because of me going to South Carolina, I was able to meet Mrs. B Rob. <laughs> How long have you been married? Uh, pushing 10 years, man. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. It's great. Yeah. It's, That's very cool. So That's very cool. For the, uh, going on 10 years, I was able to get her this house. <laughs> It, it's, it looks very nice. Uh, I, I know the audience can't see, but you've got it. It looks like you got a nice wide area, and you got all your CDs in the back, and it's looking good. The light's a little bit dim, so yeah, I know I don't have my fancy camera hooked up right now. I don't even know where it's at. <laughs> you know, uh, Rob, you were asking me earlier about me getting into posting, podcasting. I never found out how you got started with podcasting and how you got started with this show, The Random Ramblings with Rob. Yes. Um, same thing. Um, I was at the schoolhouse, you know, winding down in my career. And I was just like, I wanted to tell the stories of, you know, the things that we've been through with other with other service members experience. And, you know, at one time I wanted to write a book because my wife writes books. So, <laughs> so I was like, how, how hard could it possibly be? Right. You know, and then I sat down in front of a computer screen and I was like, fuck this couch. <laughs> You know, so I was just like, that's awesome. I was like, well, I listen to Kevin Smith and RBR weekly wrestling talk and uh, freaking new agents. I all these other people. They have fun with their friends and they record. I said, why don't I just sit down with my friends and I record, you know, that way I ain't got to write down the stories. I got the audio. <laughs> right. You know, so I tried it out a couple of times. I think like maybe the first five to 10 episodes was me just you know bringing my microphone equipment to work at the schoolhouse and then whenever we got a break between classes i would set it up and we would just sit there and jaw jack the whole time so that's Perfect. like the first five to ten episodes and then i got out and um the marine corps don't stop because i got out so you know it's hard to keep up with those people because you know they out there they doing work and i'm just kind of here sitting on the floor <laughs> in my little room here just uh <laughs> podcasting so you know i just started reaching out to random people oh <laughs> and then i was been told i was a random person so when i came up with the show idea truth be told it was just like random just happened to be one of the words because i wanted something with three r's mm-hmm. right <laughs> so i was like random uh uh i talk a lot i guess ramblings and i'm rob so there you go there you go Perfect. Random, random rambles with rob <laughs> that's man that's awesome well it's, it's and obviously it's, it's been working very well for you you got quite a quite a following so that's pretty cool man that's really cool yeah a following that i don't ever hear from <laughs> come on listen for the listeners out there why are you, why aren't you reaching out to your boy i believe it's itsbrob on uh twitter is it not <laughs> yes it's something like that I think that's I think that's right. I had to listen that's back it. to my audio. ITS ITSBROB, I think it's B Rob. Yes. I think that's right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. You know, that's why I re- that's another reason why I record these things cuz I got a bad memory, so I got to play back the audio to remember the shit I said. <laughs> Dude, I don't remember what happened to me 5 minutes ago. Like I don't remember what the hell we were talking about 5 minutes ago. So, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this now as well. I'm like, "Oh yeah, we talked about that. Oh, yeah, we talked yeah. about that." <laughs> So we, I know you and uh, McCool had the tradition of uh, reds and whites. I mean, you got anything in that coffee cup for me? 
No, just 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 water for tonight. Uh, it's 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 been a just a super long day. And if I if I do a little bit of this, I might you know. And I got to be up early tomorrow. I got to leave at like leave my house at like seven thirty tomorrow morning. If I if I have a little something something, it'll probably lead to another something something, and then uh, I won't wake up I tomorrow. Understand. <laughs> I understand, and you be in the lake of incarnation. Oh, yes, I, I'll need to go to the lake of reincarnation. Yes. <laughs> All right, but um, I do have, and I know the viewers can't see this, but. I got my world still. I still use it. My world's greatest director of operations mug. Yes, he has the mug. It's right there. I can see it. <laughs> that's right, because I am. I am the director of operations. The dude. And this. The doo doo. That's right. Well, now I'm the director of all operations because it never really went away. Yes, exactly. All the operations. All all the operations. But I'm still not the TV champ though, because I'm not the champion of all the television. <laughs> oh no, no, you you can never be JJ Blake. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm gonna try though. I'm going to try it, yeah, well, but uh, until, until I'm on the televisions, I can't be the champion of them. Yes, I understand. Uh, I mean, even though, I mean, you were the video boss for a while. <laughs> oh, man. Was that not I, – I think I, I went back and played that intro. I think I might still have that podcast <laughs> when, we, when we did the video boss thing and you, me, and Josh were just driving Matt – shitty and that was just hilarious like Derek you're not the video boss I'm just like video boss video boss video boss he's like he's like I'm the audio boss and he's like well video has audio so therefore (laughs) (laughs) that's right video trumps audio because you can't have video without audio so therefore the video is better than the audio yeah I'm about to find that too man (laughs) God, that was God, that was hilarious. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. Oh, I'm gonna have to see if Matt still has that episode. I'm gonna have to get him if I can't find it. I might have to get him to send that to me. Yeah, she probably oh, scrubbed that. it up somewhere. He's like, this will never see the light of day again. Yeah, right. Yeah, it won't until until uh, Matt. I get back on Matt's show. I get. I guess Matt's got a new show coming out. I yeah. think I saw um, the three count proper. The three count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I ever make my way back onto that show. It'll be the return of uh, the, the video boss will be dropped. <laughs> he might vet you, though. <laughs> I think he might. <laughs> but, oh man, we're talking about um, wrestling a little bit, too, man. What, what sure. got you hooked? What got you there to like, I like this, so I'm going to watch it for however long? <laughs> well, it's I actually was a fan. I've been a fan since I was young, since I was you know, a kid. Yeah, a kid. So, I, you know, back in the days, I think. I got started watching around the days of Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, Rick Rude, you know, late 80s when I was about six, seven years old. So, uh, you know, that time and really just so I started watching it, really liked it. And then just kind of watched it off and on. I was growing up and then finally when I became a teenager and got a TV in my own own room, uh, I was able to start watching around time with the Attitude Era. So when that all stuff was going on and then, of course, the Monday Night Wars. So. It's been something I've just been a fan of for for a long time. And it's one of the few things that uh, me and my brother have in common. Mm. Uh, my brother and I, we don't, we don't, uh, obviously I love my brother. He's, he's an incredible human being, but um, we just don't have a lot in common. And that's fine. We just kind of, nothing wrong with that. I just kind of went on different, you know, we had different interests and such. But, but wrestling is one of the few things that we get together and watch and talk about. And it's really cool. So I've just been a fan my whole life. And then, you know, I wanted to, last five or six years or so started reading the dirt sheets and listening to podcasts and you know that sort of thing and 
it's something I wanted to be a part of, be a part of the wrestling media. So it's been great. What about you? How did you get involved with wrestling? Um, much of the same, but I didn't get into wrestling because of wrestling is what I tell people. Um, I seen all the Hulk Hogan B rated movies <laughs> first. And then I happened upon a WrestleMania video with this guy that I seen in all these crazy movies. And I was like, Hey, that's that guy from that one movie. What is this WrestleMania? <laughs> and I've been hooked ever since. <laughs> it's awesome. Growing up, who are some of your favorites? Yeah, who, if you had to give some of your favorites, kind of of all time, growing up, who, who you got? Man, I love the Rockers, uh, Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels. Uh, just damn, you know. I guess it was it was a kid thing, you know, the fucking bright ass colors and the tassels and everything. It fucking, I think that was maybe the first time I think I legit shed a cheer over wrestling when they broke mm-hmm. up, put them through the barbershop window. Yep, <laughs> I was like, you no. The- yep. <laughs> And then um, I like Bruce the Barber Beefcake to speak of the barbershop window. <laughs> and I did not know he was the disciple. I did not know that. Really? Yeah. Yes. He was the disciple. I was he like, was. I was like, that's not the same guy. I was just, I was looking for the mullet and the freaking, the, the, the cut up pants and the <laughs> shears and shit. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, um, love Mr. Perfect. Oh, love yeah. Rick Rude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, I think I, I didn't always like Owen Hart, but now mm. in uh, retrospect, you know, I, I you know, it's sad that he gone. But like yep. in retrospect, I, you know, just thinking back now on all the stuff that I used to watch of him, he was a fucking good wrestler, man. Oh, he was. Yeah. One of the best of all time, for sure. Yeah, it was just like he was one of the guys that was like a step ahead of everybody he was doing. He was like... I, me actively thinking about it is like when I go back in my wrestling memory, which is not good. I mean, my regular memory isn't good, but he was like one of the ones that, you know, was doing the enziguri. And I was like, Oh shit. That's like, I never seen nothing like that before, <laughs> you know? Huh? And damn, that dude was good. <laughs> um, Shawn Michaels, of course. Yeah. Um, I liked Bret Hart. But going back and the same, it's like the opposite with Owen Hart. Like, I didn't like him at the time, and then now I like him in retrospect. But Bret Hart, I like then, but not so much now. <laughs> I agree with you completely. Absolutely. And uh, who else, man? <sighs> we rock. We rock or Stone Cold. I like them both, but I think mm-hmm. I was more of a Stone Cold guy because I never owned a rock shirt. But every single motherfucking Stone Cold shirt that came out, I had that shit. Every last one of them. The snake, nice. the him on the back with the two arms as snakes. Yep. The yep. damn, the freaking had the, the rattlesnake skull on the front with the two red eyes and the three sixteen in the mouth on the back. It said DTA. Um, I had the the freaking the skull half face and the his regular face shirt i had a, i had just about every shirt that he came out with didn't you have one where he where he actually had the blood on his face from his match with bret hart at wrestlemania yeah. i think there was a, they made a shirt out of that yeah, too. it was that a still was shot of it when he yep. um, like when he reared up off the mat and his face was just dripping yeah and then um i had a dx shirt <laughs> of course i had that that's how oh, i yeah. made um one of my lifelong friends I was walking down the hallway in high school, had a DX shirt on, and he had a DX shirt on, and we just kind of locked eyes, and he was like, oh, we friends now. 
<laughs> awesome. But yeah, he, me and him would do wrestling moves in the hallway and shit. He, he'd be putting sharpshooters on people. <laughs> did you wrestle on? The, did you did you do a lot of uh, backyard wrestling on the trampoline? Oh man, um, shit! A couple episodes ago, I had my nephew on here, uh, <laughs> and me and him used to damn me him and all my other nephews and cousins. Shit, we all be flipping off of couches and throwing people through windows and shit. Not on purpose, but it happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, but I don't know how we covered that up, but we did. <laughs> Just a random knee flying through a window and was like, oh shit, how are we going to fix this? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's uh, you just send the bill to Vince. I'm sure he's got enough money. He'll take care of it for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. And what about, to, uh, what about today? Who are some of your favorites in the modern era? It's just not too many people I don't like now, man. It's just like, with you i feel more now is just like i appreciate them more now because i know actually what they go through you know just uh, you know the the stress and wear and tear they put on their bodies and everything you know being away from home if they you know they got a close-knit family and just on the road constantly man it's just like there's people that i don't like and there's certain storylines you know, there's not people, it's characters that I don't like. Right. And there's a uh, certain storylines that I don't understand or whatever, but it doesn't really take away from my enjoyment of professional wrestling. And it doesn't really put too many people higher than other. Cause I mean, they're basically doing the same thing, but matches and personnel that I do enjoy AJ styles is one. Yes. Um, I like Baron Corbin. Um, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. <laughs> I, I dig what they're doing right now. Yep. And if I had the, the sound queued up, Josh would probably be pulling his hair out to hear <laughs> Sami Zayn music. That's right. Um, who else? As much as I think Dolph Ziggler needs to go away, mm. he's still good. He's still yeah. a good performer. Um, people like in that vein, like Dolph Ziggler, the ones that have been around forever, and I don't think they're going to, you know, let him be at the top again. I think he should go away, but like kind of do what some of the other people are doing. They train us down at the performance center. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, he has a lot of talent. He has a lot of know-how that he can pass on to somebody else. He can even be a good manager. He can talk good. So I agree. Uh, who else? Uh, I like Tazawa. <laughs> there you go. Oh, dude, man. The, I, though I wish they would do more with him with Titus worldwide. Yeah, that, that was his best work was with Titus Worldwide. No, I liked his out too. He's great. Because he named all the the SmackDown superstars. What about over on Raw? Oh, um, Seth Rollins is growing on me. I thought he was just kind of plain Jane, really. I mean, he's a tremendous athlete. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can do all the things. But, like, I didn't really feel too much of a connection with him. But, um He's been winning me over. I mean, this 65, 62, 63-minute match he just had uh, not too long ago. That's awesome. That was um, awesome. Just him not being that ha, 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 ha guy. Him not being <laughs> that guy no more. <laughs> um, I guess I like Roman Reigns. I mean, Yes, I there you go. I now mean, you're talking. Yeah, I don't hate him. You know, as much as the internet does, but I just want something kind of different, I guess. 
I mean, I'm not gonna sit there and be like, all right, man, he need to change his music, he need to change his ring gear or whatever. Because I mean, what if he does that and he's still the same person? It doesn't fucking matter then. Right. But um, I think it's we get glimpses of it when he cut that promo on Cena and when he just cut that promo here Monday. Right. You know, that's a guy that like, all right. I kind of believe him. He's like legitimately upset. Then other times he's like suffering succotash, you know? <laughs> uh, who else is on Raw? Um, Finn Balor, I guess. Uh, 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 now, hold on. Now, whatever, dude. Don't bullshit with me. I know you're not, you're not yeah, a Finn fan. Yeah, you're right. I, <laughs> I believe he is very marketable. He has the potential to be one of the top uh, draws as people would say you know in the business which mm-hmm. I'm not in so I guess I can't say that but um, yeah I, <laughs> he okay he's growing on you maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> my wife loves him it's probably because of the abs mm, anyway. I, I I can't comment but I'm sure they're very I'm sure they're very nice I know he, he wears little boy draws I know um, <laughs> Braun Strowman of course that there dude. you go yeah Dude, what do you think about Elias? Yes, yes, Elias. I like that dude a lot. (laughs) I do too. I I love what Elias is doing. He's so funny. Yeah. I heard him on um, the Edge and Christian show. And I heard him on, I think it was either Jericho or Austin. And he, I like his, I like where his head at. He got a good personality. He's a good dude. But um, just what he's been doing on TV, man, it's just like, I really dig it. And he can wrestle well you know he's gotten a lot better in the ring there's yes. no question about it he's gonna he's gonna be a big deal in 2018 i think for the rest of the year elias is gonna be a guy we're gonna be talking about uh on the wrap-up shows in december yeah for I, sure i really believe that he, he's like even when he wasn't really doing that he was just walking around while people was interviewing and shit i thought that she was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> oh just the, the drifter yeah well, that was great. Now, that gave us another or one of the great list of Jericho moments when he all of a sudden put the drifter on the list when he walked through his promo. I mean, I still remember that one. That was outstanding. Yeah. What well, was um also good about it? I mean, it wasn't nothing that he did. I guess WWE did it because um when he started first saying doing using WWE as the walk with Elias. I said it that same night. The first time he said it, I was like, I want a motherfucking shirt Yep, with the WWE thing on there, and it says, walk with Elias, and God damn it, they did it. <laughs> of course they did. Oh, are you kidding? As soon as they realized what they had there, where that's like, that's going to make us a billion dollars. Um, not as much money as the Rusev Day calendars will make, oh. but have you seen those? Yes, yes, I have. That's, uh, man, I, I'm telling you, man, Rusev, I... I really think that they weren't expecting that Rusev Rusev Day thing to take off the way that it did, but it is just blown up the whole Rusev Day thing. And pairing him with Aiden English was mm. that's just it's just one of those kind of lightning in a bottle things. Now for sure, but now with Aiden English before um what was the other guy Simon Gotch got let Simon, go. Yeah, I don't know why, but some something inside of me was saying that. Um, what is it now? Jack Gallagher was going to wind up with that crew for some reason. <laughs> he got, he kind of has that vaudevillian kind of yeah. persona. I thought there was going to be a trio at one point just because, you know, there was all kind of similar. But, sure. 
but I, that would have worked. I think that could have worked just fine. But no, I love I love Rusev, man. I'm I'm all in on Rusev. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> um, he bringing Lana back into the fold or whatever, and they got the little Lana is the best. Lana's number one. <laughs> I love it. He's he's good. Um, I don't know. Um, I enjoyed gender for what it was, but there you go. Yes, but it, yes, it's just like he is. He's on the level of Roman Reigns to me. I, I'm not talking about like you know star wise, but like he's good. He he can he's serviceable, but everybody hate him so much it just kind of takes me out of it. You know. It's the same thing with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is good. I like him, but everybody's like, oh, he's the worst and all this. It kind of kind of take me out of it, you know? You just get that natural heel heat. Well, I think another one that when he comes back is going to be that way is Jason Jordan. I you know, was enjoying what he was it, doing. <laughs> I, I did too. And, you know, he was just, I mean, the crowd would just react to him so negatively. Like it was just unbelievable natural heel heat and i mean wwe really had something there it's it's so unfortunate that he got hurt yeah. um what do you think uh, is going to happen with dean ambrose when he come back man i i don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna make him heal or it, i i think it really depends on kind of where the company is at right now i know that's kind of a cliche mm-hmm. answer yeah. but because ambrose can play a face a, a ridiculous insane baby face really well but he can also play like the sick, sadistic, twisted heel really well as well. So I think it's just wherever the company direction is going and where they need what they need more of, I guess, when he comes back will determine what he ends up doing. I hope that he honestly, I hope that he stays face. And I, I kind of hope that the shield will be a group, but not really be a group yeah. like they can all still three be faces and do their own singles careers. And I think they've established themselves mm-hmm. enough as superstars. They can do that. But in, the, in a moment's notice, man, I need my, I need some backup. Okay. Let's put the shield together. Mm-hmm. Great. Hey, we need someone to hold the tag team championships. Let's put them on the shield, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, so they're a group, but also separate. Yeah. I'm thinking you know, more of a, you know, how DX just comes together when they need to come together, <laughs> which I think they also over on SmackDown. I think they can do the same thing with the new day. If they eventually wanted to have give Big E a singles run or give Kofi a singles run, which actually I I before he retires, I really hope, and I don't know if they will, that they give Kofi at least one day with the WWE title. Yeah, all he's done for the company. I really hope that too. Now, uh, being that it's Black History Month, <laughs> indeed. Um, for another two days. Yeah, another two days. <laughs> um. Do you think we have the first African American champion on the roster now, or he hasn't shown up yet? Oh, that is a good question. <sighs> Let's see. Man, I'm trying to think right now who it would be. Well, I'm gonna, and I, I know thought, we don't like a lot of downtime on these audio things, but I'm just trying to think right now who. I like. Who I know, like right, right now in this moment. Um, I think Big E has the potential. That's I was going to say either Big E or Kofi Kingston would be the two that I would say might might have that possibility. Because over on Raw, I don't think it's going to be Apollo. I don't think it's going to be Titus. Though I hope they get the tag team championships at some point because I love the Titus brand. Mm-hmm. Um, 
who else over uh, – see, I'm trying to think who else over on Raw. I, I, I can't think who else over on Raw it would be. Uh, but SmackDown, I think Big E, and, uh, Big e and Kofi are your two best ones. Uh, you know, Naomi was a first African-American women's champion, yeah. which I think was very cool and yeah. very well-deserved. I love what she's doing. She's terrific. Mm-hmm. I love her assets. I, it, me too. Mm-hmm. Me too, buddy. I feel you on that one. I so um, I can't say so that it, too much because uh, you've seen um, her Instagram or whatever or Facebook. No, I forget I what it was. Uh, her husband is in there just railing on everybody. <laughs> yeah, and he probably, well, I don't know you having some of that training, but I, I would venture that he'd probably whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's been down <laughs> since day one. <laughs> oh, man. But, but so really, you're, what you're saying is he's been down since H. Yes. Because as we all know, day one is H. Yes, day one is H. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but uh, to answer your question, I, I think that the first African American, we haven't seen that person yet. Mm-hmm. And that'll be, uh, well, that'll be coming at some point, hopefully soon. Sooner rather than later, hopefully. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just like, I don't know. We'll see. I don't, I don't know either. It's. <laughs> If we knew, we probably wouldn't be here. We'd be, you know, we'd be for writing for WWE Creative yeah, we, or something we, like that. We'd be in Stanford right now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, man. Well, maybe. Okay, here's one for you. What about Lashley if he comes back? Oh, yeah. That, they, I think that's, that deal is winding down from what the dirty sheets have been saying. <laughs> That's what I understand to be happening, too. So maybe it'll be Lashley. I don't know. I mean, it could happen because, like. I believe at the time when he was there the first time, it, it probably could have happened within that time frame. And even when um, Kofi was having that good feud with Orton at the time, when he got the best of Orton, it, right. that would have been an opportune time. But, you know, it never came to be. Well, they gave Lashley the ECW championship, but that doesn't count. No. <laughs> that does not count. We're talking about the WWE championship. I mean, I guess we can include the universal title, too. But Yeah, I would include the universal title yeah. in that because it's – you know, it's it's, it's going to take some time, but eventually the Universal Championship will become – it won't be on the level of, of, with history as the WWE Championship, but they're being seen as, you know, the Raw title and the SmackDown title. So, yeah. and then, it's fine. Then they're going to merge again and there's Probably. one half of the belt going to be blue and the other half going to be red. <laughs> it's going to end up being purple, but they already have that with the Cruiserweight division. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at SmackDown titles tonight. They look kind of purplish to me. Well, I think yeah. it's just the light. I don't know. But 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 the WWE Championship is black though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why shouldn't it have a black champion? <laughs> <laughs> Your logic. Uh, see, there it is. Because hashtag WWE logic. Which <laughs> that's a that's always a great hashtag, man. You should check some of those ones up. Those are hilarious. Oh, what I want to know is um that that one night that AJ came out and the check on the belt was black. You ever seen that? Uh-uh. Yeah, the, um, he, he had the title belt around his waist like he normally does, but mm-hmm. instead of the little red check on the title, it was all black. So, oh, I, I didn't. I forgot about that. I didn't see that. Yeah, so I don't know if they was uh, just testing it out to see what people would think, but that was the only time I ever seen that belt. I have no idea. I I don't remember that because uh, hmm. somebody texted me and it was like, "Don't you have the um, WWE title belt?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, they just changed it." And I was like, "No." <laughs> You know, I was like, I, I paid $400 for this shit. They better not change the belt. 
Smackdown. I turned on SmackDown and damn sure he had the black check on um, the title, and I was like, motherfuckers! I was like, well, no, but that's but that means because that means you got a, a classic edition, you got a retro. Yeah, I guess I was like, right? I was about to go get a sharpie and fill it in. <laughs> well, how could this be? Because I have the WWE Championship as well, Rob. We both can't be the WWE Champion. Well, I mean, my logic always out trumps your logic because the title is black and I'm black. So there you go. It's Black History Month for another two days. I trump you right now. You can still you know, be the director of all things, though. I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> I am not going to. I'm not going to argue that point one bit. See, if it was March first, it would have been different. I probably had you know less again on my side. You know. There you go. Well, no, we'd have, we'd have, it's March, so that's St. Patrick's Day month, so we'd have to get Hornswoggle in here to do some. Yeah. yeah. And then it's an Irish theme, so Matt would have a little pool on that as well. So That's right. Damn. Get him here, get Seamus up in there, you know. I know. All that good, all that good stuff. Fit Finley. Oh, I, man, I liked Fit Finley. Yeah. You started talking Irish and Seamus. Uh, Fit Finley, I, and I enjoyed that guy. He had some great back in WCW. He had some great runs with the TV championships, some great matches. And know what I wanted to see that we never did get to uh, see uh, when Sheamus first came on. I wanted to see him go up against Fit Finley because Fit Finley was still an active competitor then. And the only thing that we got out of it, I don't know if it was the Royal Rumble or just some random battle royal. Sheamus and Fit Finley had a stare down, and the crowd went ape shit. Seamus bro kicked him and that was the end of it. He rolled out the ring and that was it. <laughs> Man, no, that would have been a, that would have been huge. They could have capitalized on that. Yeah, yeah, I think that would have been a good brawl, even if it wasn't for a title or anything. It would just been just to have that story of those two. He was Seamus was supposed to be the well, he was the first Irish born champion, right? Hmm? That's right. Just first Irish born WWE champion. That's yeah, right. and then have Fit Finley, this uh, Irish veteran that never had the title, and you know that could have been a good story. Mm-hmm. You know, that would have been great. I'd love to see that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, after that, you know, after um, Finley stopped being an active competitor, you see Sheamus started to adopt some of his moves, like the freaking uh, Irish curse. And um, I forget what the name of the one move, you know, you pick him up behind his back and do, like, the little. Was that White Noise? Yeah, White Noise. Yeah. Yeah. Finley did all that shit. Finley even did the um, little, um, like, what Kenny Omega does. He put him on the shoulder, like, uh, Samoan drop position, and he do the roll. Oh, oh yeah, the the Celtic cross. Yeah, Finley used to do all that shit. So, the, so what Seamus needs to do now is just inherit the shillelagh, and if things go wrong, just kind of whack him. Yes, Cesaro is the shillelagh. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Well, if if they ever break up the bar, then you know Seamus can inherit inherit the shillelagh and start beating hell out of everybody you with that. Get him a hornswoggle too. That's right. That's maybe, right. Maybe they can get El Torito and paint him green. Oh God! <laughs> that was a dark. That was a dark, dark time in WWE programming when Hornswoggle and El Torito were the WLC. Oh, <laughs> Rob, I'm so glad that the product has evolved into not that. Yeah, the product is much better now. William Regal, I love that dude. I dude, the that he's a man gimmick is still one of my favorite gimmicks of all time because it's so dumb but that theme music is hilarious that he's a man you seen that one uh smackdown where they they got him 
The, um, Which one? There was an episode of SmackDown or whatever. They, um, you know, the ring announcer said his name and everything. And he came out and like he got halfway down the ramp and they started playing that music. He's a man. Uh-huh. And he was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> fr- no, I don't. I don't remember that. It's on the network somewhere. I can't. Okay. I think he was um going up against Daniel Bryan or something. But yeah. Okay. I'll have to check that one out because that's oh god that that theme song is just so funny and just the whole character you know with the lumberjack and I'm like hey, this is William Regal one of the great British brawlers of all time who by the way is a underrated and kick ass general manager mm-hmm. yeah over on NXT he's fantastic he he got it right <laughs> yeah he did yes he absolutely did like um, at all any on air personality that we had like in an authority figure role. He's by far the best. Absolutely. And I haven't watched enough of 205 Live recently just because I've been so busy to see how Drake Maverick is. Oh, he's good, too. He's good, too. I mean, he's really impressed me. I mean, I've I've known him as Rockstar Spud. Right. And I've seen a little bit of him in TNA because, you know, it's hard to watch that stuff. Oh, (laughs) you know, golly. His impact is just... before, I feel I feel bad for Josh because Josh, you know, for his website, Pro yeah. Wrestling Transcriptions, you know, he he covers the show and he, he tells me all the time, he's like, it's just so bad. I mean, and I, I watch a couple of the clips on YouTube because, I, I mean, I can't watch it every week and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, I can't defend this. You know, I I can't, which is unfortunate too because that's – and I don't know, Josh or Josh, uh, Rob, if you um, – Watched uh, TNA at one point because I actually became I invested in the late 2000s, early 2010s. Yeah, I mean, anything that the X Division did, I was glued to that. Um, failed storylines, one that I think they had a, a good um, momentum with. It was like, um, I think Kurt Angle got hurt or he was thinking about retiring and he was like, I want to face the top 10 wrestlers in TNA. And he said, I'll start from number 10 and I work my way to number one. He said, if I lose to any one of these guys, I'm a damn, I'll retire. And it was great. He started, I think he got like maybe three or four matches in. Then they scrapped the shit because they start doing that damn um, tournament. The You know, the one to where um, it like, was like. A, is it the, the World Cup or whatever? It was some, this stupid ass tournament um, where you can bet like. They had the brackets and all kind of shit, and they had all the different matches, and they it was almost like a fantasy league. Oh man, thing. I don't remember that, but but that storyline was so fucking great. He had so many good matches, and then they just er, put the brakes on it and start doing this other dumb shit. That's just okay, shit. Because I think about all these, but though I think about all these great talent in TNA that uh, is starting to make their way to WWE, which is great, and guys like. Uh, you know when they when they had guys like AJ Styles mm-hmm. and uh, Ni- uh, Nigel McGuinness, who's now you know over at Two Hundred Five Live, so he was terrific. Um, the one that I, I we haven't seen in WWE, and I hope we see one day, is Jay Lethal. Yeah, man, I'm waiting on that dude, man. I, I mean, love Jay. Lethal. One of my still one of my favorite promos of all time is when him and Ric Flair went back and forth, yeah. and he was doing Ric Flair. It was. Just and we're, it was just great. And then he wouldn't, he would do Macho Man as Black Machismo or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was great. Um, another one is uh Christopher Daniels. I would have loved to see him in WWE. Yeah, I could see it. I was a Chris Daniels fan, I was a Kazarian fan. 
Yeah, man, they they looking really old in the face now. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Um, the, the company just tried. You know what? They just tried to be WCW, and it just you yeah. know instead of fo- developing their own stars, they just tried to do it, recreate the WCW magic, and it just didn't work. See what the I can tell you the exact point in time that turned me off to TNA would made me started like leaving it like getting further and further away from it that day they had the press conference and Hulk Hogan walked his punk ass out there that's that very day I was just like I can't watch this shit no more because soon after that Flair came over then fucking Bischoff was over there and then Russo was there I was like no no we can't I can't have this (laughs) and then they brought back you know Hall and Nash and mm-hmm. X-Pac and you know all those guys to try to create the band and they even had the Wolfpack music without the lyrics I don't know if you remember that mm-hmm. and I was like okay come on guys like I mean they had Conan over there but I think Conan was there before they were there because he was running LAX he was running LAX and that was you good. know I actually liked I thought Homicide and Hernandez were yeah. very talented mm-hmm. um Hernandez especially. I thought he had a very bright future. But yeah, when he was, you know, you live and die in LAX. Mm-hmm. I thought they <laughs> that was, was a good team. I thought they were great too. Um, who else was... Uh, I actually didn't mind the main event mafia storyline. I know it was kind of a Millionaire's Club rehash, but I actually didn't mind that. Uh, that storyline was okay. I like um, the Motor City Machine Guns. Yes, Yes. Oh, you know what? I, another storyline I really liked was Aces and Eights. Uh, I was I in thought, and out on I that thought one. they did Aces and Eights well. I was in and out on that one. I mean, I get the gist of it, like Bubble Ray. It was me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I wanted, I wanted so bad for WWE to do Bully Ray. Yeah. I think everybody wanted that. That would have been great. Yeah, because, I mean, shit. I don't know because we got now we got this hardy mess. <laughs> yes, it is absolutely intoxicating. Yeah, what I'm noticing about Matt Man is just like I mean the character's fun or whatever it is, but him in the ring, man, is like is something wrong with his legs? Because <laughs> like, I, I, have you noticed it? It's like anytime yes. like he goes to the ground and he gets up, it's like he don't bend his knees or nothing like that. He's just like straight leg the whole time. I hate to admit it because Woken Matt is still character wise, still my favorite character on Raw. But yeah, he's he's starting to slow down, and it's uh, it's you know I hate to say this, your character can only carry you so far. And yeah. I I mean I love the Woken gimmick. I mean it's 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 I love it so much. But I don't know. And now there's rumors around that um, Jeff is good to go. That's what I heard too. That they're well, and and they're starting to tease it a little bit because they, you know, the, they started to do the fade away and classify myself as obsolete mm-hmm. at Elimination Chamber. So I'm hoping that by WrestleMania season or at WrestleMania, we get to see House Hardy and Rope Queen Rebecca and Vanguard One and Senior Benjamin. Yeah, the very, the very loyal Gardner. Yeah, I believe if they um, keep on with it, because I mean they already got, they already, I think they already had like a little small vignette for Senior Benjamin. Did they? I, I mean, I, they, I know he posted something on Twitter I'm, about it. Unless I'm seeing some old shit from um, the TNA stuff, but I seen like a small clip. It was like um, he was in a grave with a shovel, 
and they had like all the Hardy logos on fire and stuff around it. I don't know if that's old or not, but I've seen that recently. That's old from because I think that was from the final deletion. Okay, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, that's some old shit then. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't. Only thing I seen of that was like the firework thing. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I I wrote it off immediately, but Adam Adam Daly reached out to me and said, "You need to go back and watch this and take it for what it's worth. Don't take it mm-hmm. as something serious. Take of it as a as the most absolutely ridiculous. You know." D rated or D level movie and just take it from that. I went back and I watched it and I was like, okay, they might actually have something here. Mm-hmm. And just, it's, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous for the sake of being ridiculous and it worked. It sold me right away. And then I became a subscriber to the broken brilliance. <laughs> yes. No. And then the expedition of gold. Yes. No. Now, um, seeing that Jeff comes back or whatever, do you think it would be better for them to let him do his own thing or have him just kind of fold up into whatever Matt Hart is doing? I, I think it would be better if, if he stays with House Hardy just because I think that's how today's wrestling fan, the majority of today's wrestling fan knows him. Mm-hmm. They know him as Brother Nero. You know, okay. they... And they could try to redo the charismatic enigma thing, but also he's a little bit older too, and he can't fly as much as he once did. So if he just does the brother Nero kind of weird thing, plus I think for them that's more fun. Yeah, like they just they just have more fun, and they're they're at the point in their careers where they can kind of dictate what they want to do. And I think I remember seeing that Matt does have uh, creative control now over his character. So I've heard that, yeah. So he can, he can just do whatever they want. I, I think that'd be great. What do you think in two years they in the Hall of Fame? Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. And I hope that they each get uh, one more singles run with championships. Yeah, you know, yeah. let let them have some single runs, even if it's not, you know, even if it's for a month or whatever. But they can say, you know, we had one final run. I was WWE champion one more time, or I was Universal champion one more time before my career is over. But yeah, they'll be in the Hall of Fame within two or three years for sure. Yeah, I really believe that because, I mean, I, I had to knew something was up with the Dudleys because they came back, they was used awkwardly, and then they left. So I was like, yeah, they're about to go in. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be this year, though. Man, this year's class, I don't know what you think about this year's Hall of Fame class. It's awesome. Yeah, I do. I mean, I was, I think so far what I'm excited for most is um, of what, out of what they announced is Ivory. Oh, very nice. Because um, me and my oldest child, we both watched um, Glow, the Netflix mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. And then also on Netflix, they have a documentary of the actual Glow girls. The, oh, that's right. That's right. And Ivory was a Glow girl. <laughs> so, I mean, they had the documentary on it, um, what they went through to get it started, uh, you know, the struggles they had. And then um, Ivory was one of the ones that organized their um, their freaking um, they had a reunion, and then she got them all together and everything. And that's how I was like, wait a minute, she looked familiar. Who is that? And I was like, that's fucking Ivory. Because <laughs> later on in the documentary, they go like um, they disbanded Glow, and um, she went on to they started talking about WWE just a little bit, you know. And then I was like, mm-hmm. that by goddamn, that is Ivory. <laughs> You know, and then um, when they announced she was going to be in the Hall of Fame, they brought that up. And I was like, oh, I like it. 
I, I like this a lot. I think that's great. I mean, she was great in Right to Censor. I think that was hilarious what she did with them. That was awesome. Honestly, the one that I'm most excited about is Jeff Jarrett because, <laughs> no, because and not because I thought he was the best wrestler in the world, but to me, I think that's more of a statement that I didn't think it was going to happen. <laughs> right. Absolutely not. And that all, you know, eventually bridges can be mended. And I think it just continued to solidify the hierarchy of professional wrestling. Now with WWE is like the NFL and, you know, you can go elsewhere and try to make your mark, but eventually you make your way home if, if, to WWE. And that's, I think that's really cool to see double J in there. That's awesome. Yeah. He, he bought his way in with gold. I know he did. Let's go. <laughs> Which means that perhaps one day we will see the return of the voice of the voiceless. You never know. Mm, was in car? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was the face of the faceless. I don't know. That's right. He was the face of the faceless. Uh, now with Punk. Seeing if Punk makes it back one day. Uh, yeah, I believe he will. I think he's got a fight coming up here pretty soon, depending That's on right. how you know, well that goes. He's going to be uh, starting to host his own series on Netflix. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, yeah. I just seen that today. Um, I forget what the name of it is, though. Uh, so did I. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let's, let's take a look. We have technology. We can. We can. We can build him. <laughs> that's right. It's uh, he's on Ultimate Beastmaster. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I seen that today. They had like a big ass dinosaur on there or some shit. That's right. Him along with uh, Bad News Barrett. What? Yep, he's on there too. So, oh no. I have to watch it now. <laughs> Punk was on there. I was like, yeah, but now you say Barrett's on there. Mm-hmm. I got he's on there as well. Because I'm going to be sitting there. And he's just like, if they're going to have contestants and they're going to be on a chopping block and he's going to be like, I'm afraid I got some bad news. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That, man, that's another gimmick I wish would have taken off even further was the bad news Barrett gimmick because that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that too because I mean, I think um, the whole reason they was doing it because he was hurt and they just gave him something to do and it, it stuck. Of course it did. Uh, was he, well, he's so entertaining. I yeah, mean, he I was love underrated that. too. He was a good performer, but you know, storyline kind of cripples people. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. If, again, if we had the answers, we wouldn't be here. We'd up in Stanford making a lot more money than we are now. <laughs> yes. I'd be trying to finagle them into making me one of them chocolate statues. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Yes. I like that. Yep. But hey, man, uh, it's about that time, dude. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Dude, this has been a blast. It's been so good reconnecting with you, man. This has been great. Oh, yeah. And, and then I'll see you in person down in New Orleans. That's right. That's right. Um, and just thanks so much for having me on your show, man. I, I'm sure there are many other more reputable and fun guests than me. So it's, thanks for letting me let me do this. It's been it's been a blast. It's been great. No problem, man. Um, delete, 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 delete. <laughs> yes, I will. Be, I will now be careful to not send this to the realm of. Obsolution, yes. <laughs> hey man, before you go, um, yes. you think I can get a performance evaluation? You may, yes. As director of operations, it is my job to evaluate everywhere I am. But hold on, 
director of all operations. There you go. Okay, good. I was about to give you a B minus, but now you have correctly identified my title. So, Rob, I give you an A plus for your evaluation tonight. Well done. Bravo, sir. All right. I appreciate that. Applause all around. Applause. There you go. (laughs) Very well. Now, keep down. The next time I come on, we'll have to find some other things to talk about. So let's see if we can, you know, we got to keep this going because we, we don't want to become stale now. You know, we got to keep evolving. We got to keep being with the times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. And then there's no, nothing more timeless than professional wrestling. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen, brother. That's what brought us together and it's all good. Looking forward to seeing you in about, what is it, like six weeks? Yes. Not even that. Something like that. That's awesome, man. It's going to be fun. Tell everyone all the delightful ways they can hit you up via social media and other platforms. Absolutely. Well, the best way to get in touch with me is you can follow me on Twitter at Derrico 6 It's like Jericho, except with the D and then the numbers zero six. Also, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I do uh, from time to time host universal chatter on wrestling rumors, Facebook page. So search wrestling rumors on Facebook. You can like us there. Uh, like, uh, like what we do, share our content, subscribe, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, let's see. You can also check out my work on Wrestling Rumors. I write articles for that particular website, WrestlingRumors.net. Uh, check me out there. And uh, other than that, that's about it. So it's been a blast, Rob. Thanks again so much. Appreciate you so, so much. Yeah. I had a button over here, but it didn't work right. <laughs> well, well, now you're down to an A for your performance evaluation. Damn it. All right. I'm going to just end it now before I get my marks taken down. <laughs> Hey, man, once again, I appreciate you giving me your time. And, um, man, see you down in New Orleans. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks so much. It's been a blast. Hope to see you there and hope to see all the fans down there as well. All right. And that was the director of all operations. So um, give him a follow on Twitter and all the other places that you heard him say. And, uh, yeah, we going to roll out into that good night because I got to go to sleep and uh, get up and do this work thing in the morning. Um, you can find me on Twitter at It's B-Rob. That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. If you want to talk professional wrestling like we just did or any other general shenanigans, that's the best way you can do it. Also, the show has its own Twitter account, which you can follow at 3R Show for updates and episode releases and so on and so forth. Uh, speaking of episode releases, this episode that you're listening to now um, it won't be out this Sunday. I don't even know why I'm saying this crap. Because <laughs> if you listen in chronological order, the episode before this one is going to be the voicemail edition so I'm going to get all those voicemails that I got backlogged from Hoppy and the hashtag blackout podcast and the fifth cast and all that I'm going to get all that out this weekend and so this will be up in two weeks and you know even if you're listening to me tell you when this episode is going to be out it's really irrelevant because you're listening to it right now so fuck everything I just said anyway you can uh, follow me on Instagram where you can follow me as I walk through the halls of Walmart and vlog, as the young people say, I haven't done it lately. I've been a little bit busy with work and everything, but I'm going to get back to it. Also, you can go to randomrobcast.com 
to where you can find out different ways that you can help the show, help it grow and become something bigger than itself. Just like Brandon McIntyre and Glenn Abbott. Um, but most importantly, I mean, I always tell you, go to the website and, you know, use the Amazon links or buy some merch or, you know, donate to the show equipment and all that things. But you don't have to spend a dime of your money. The only thing that you really have to spend is your time. You know, just listening to the show, um, leaving a review, liking the Facebook page, you know, those things that you can do for free. And it really helps the show out a lot. And hey, if you like the current format, as I asked on the last episode, you know, to where I kind of ramble a little bit, introduce my guests and we get into the show proper like, you know, let me know if you like this format or if you like it the other way where I just kind of monologue and go on and go on and then eventually introduce my guest and, you know, play the audio after. So, I mean, however you like it. I mean, it's, you're getting the same random ramble ambulance, but um, just a little different. Also, um, if you haven't downloaded the Lemur app, you get some behind the scenes stuff over on the Lemur app. It's only for Apple devices right now at the moment, but it will be coming to Android soon. And so, Check that out as well. Leave me a voicemail, 304-825-5762. And that's about it. So I appreciate you listening. And I will see you next time. Your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh, funky pods with a fresh, funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us, sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com.